0: Hi, my name is Kevin Liston and I'm Joshua Crocker and this is kicking for a living a podcast about business and martial arts from two martial arts instructors. So uh, with this podcast, I know that uh, you would
1: really want to talk about uh, what's your why
0: mm-hmm.
1: and why we started martial arts, why other people mar- might start martial arts and and do training. And I think this is a really important topic because it's so personal. Uh, to each person, but also so important to people who might be looking into getting into it uh,
0: as to that reason why.
1: Absolutely.
0: And for me to find my why, I first, I get out a piece of scratch paper and grab a pencil. This is really important to me. And then I write the equation down, and first I have to solve for X. And once I know what X is, then I can find my Y. do do ch. Before we get into the rest of it, that did remind me of the story, as I was telling that joke. At our dojo, we have a whiteboard, and sometimes I will write math problems, usually algebra or geometry up there. And for whatever reason, these kids love to solve these math problems.
1: I know. You wouldn't think that a group of kids would want to do math and equations when they're at a martial arts school, but they... They all, they gather around this whiteboard and you can see them all trying to solve it and debating over it, Um, which is kind of funny because it builds more than just knowledge. It builds camaraderie Mm -hmm. with these kids. I think it's really funny, which there's also a lot of math and martial arts and people don't realize that (laughs) physics, geometry.
0: I love getting to talk about physics and stuff in a class. It's hard when you're uh, working with a class who has no clue what you're talking about. Uh, Because usually I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just guessing, but still. I I wonder if anyone's
1: why has ever had anything to do with expanding their actual knowledge of uh, math or physics or biology or something like anatomy maybe. I wonder if anyone's actually started martial arts for that reason. I wonder if that's ever been someone's why. I'd
0: be curious. We do know a lot of scientists that do martial arts. That, That is true, several chemists. Uh, I think
1: a botanist in there as well has done it. So that is definitely true. Engineers.
0: Anyway, so I was thinking about this the other day for what's my why? And it's it's a tough question I think at this point for me to answer because I can't really give you one reason why I, I currently do martial arts because it's so martial arts is such a big part of my life that it's hard for me to pinpoint just one area where it's important to me. Do you feel the same way?
1: Um, I, I do. And I think that's because your why changes and evolves over time the longer you do it. So what I'll ask you then is because your current why is probably different because you started at age six. Mm-hmm. So when you started, it probably wasn't your why. It was probably you know your parents' why. Like why did they want you to get in martial arts? Do you even
0: remember I I do remember why I started, but I remember my mindset as a six-year-old starting was, oh, this is something I'm doing now. Like, I don't remember making any of these decisions. I had done, at that point, not a whole lot of sports. I did t-ball for maybe a month and took a couple swimming lessons. That's about it. Um, and next thing I know, my parents are like, oh, you're going to try this. And I'm like, all right. Um, and... Even at the time I I don't I probably didn't quite understand what my parents why was for me doing this, but talking to my mom since, it was to help me boost my confidence because as as a little kid I do remember having trouble of confidence, especially at working on school problems. If I didn't get the answer right or I had trouble getting the answer, I'd get really upset at myself and kinda beat up myself mentally tell myself oh you're you're bad at this you're some some of the things I I think I said as a little kid of myself are pretty awful all things considered I kind of forget about it and don't really think about it much but yeah I was pretty hard on myself and even even now years later it's still confidence is such a big part of what I get out of martial arts and there's still those areas where if I feel like I'm not good enough at something I can beat myself up over it sometimes, but it's it's definitely helped a lot over the years getting to train and other things that helped me boost that confidence. And I know years ago, that was the reason I started.
1: Well, and you went from, you know, if you think about a six-year-old who started martial arts because they needed to boost in confidence, and now here you are teaching. I mean, you're up in front of a group of, students that anywhere from you know 10 to 30 plus students at a time some of them even adults um, and many of them older than you I'll but that you know it would definitely take a lot of confidence and so if that was the initial why for when you started clearly you got that why out of it I know you know your parents brought you in because they wanted you to boost your confidence do you feel like that's happened? I think it's happened.
0: I think so. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and even though I'm more introverted still just in nature, I've noticed in more recent years I've become a bit more of a performer. Like, if you can get me in front of a group of people, like, I like just being up in front of people, all eyes on me, showing off, talking. Sometimes I still have trouble on video, as you know. Sometimes I freeze on camera. But I like being in front of crowds of people. I don't have that stage fright I did uh, when I was younger. Because I used to be terrified of being in front of people.
1: Is What makes being, doing a podcast is a little easier. It, it, talking, you don't have that camera. Maybe, uh, maybe so. You. <laughs> but I definitely... You would be surprised at the number of martial
0: artists and teachers or owners who are introverts. I know in one of our squad classes, so that's our leadership team, uh, we were, you asked the question of, mm-hmm. well, how many of you yep. here are introverts? And just about everyone in the, in the class raised their hands. Even one of the people there who, <laughs> as soon as you get to meet her, she's always talking to you. She loves to talk. She, she even raised her hands. Right. Deep, deep
1: down a lot of the reason a lot of the people's why uh, and is that confidence um and so i think your parents reason why for starting you is a very common why that a lot of people do and that is they want to boost their confidence Mm -hmm. um but why do you think martial arts is such a confidence booster why do you think that's such a common thing that martial arts does
0: and i've wondered about this and looked at it from my perspective and others because I've always said confidence is a big thing for me in martial arts and I the way I look at it is kind of a couple areas and I think one big one is just the fact that you can learn to defend yourself that self-defense gives you a level of confidence and especially the more you get to train in it and the more you get in sparring matches where you kind of get beat up a bit but you learn to keep fighting back there's that confidence in oh I, I went up against something hard I got hit hard and yet I'm still going so I think that's part of it and I felt like time where I do take a tough hit but I'm able to stand back up again that's it shows you just how strong you are and I think learning that and seeing how strong you can be is such a big confidence booster to so many. You know, there
1: was, it was my jujitsu coach that said this, and it was the weirdest thing, but it makes so much sense. Talking about confidence was that in martial arts, it's very physical. You're doing a lot of self defense, you're doing punching, you're kicking, board breaking, or katas and forms. It's a lot of physical activity, but at the end of the day, it is learning how to defend yourself. We're learning how to throw kicks, punches, and things like that. And he said, you know, if I went to a job interview and there was five business bigwigs interviewing me, I have no reason to be nervous because at the end of the day, what can they do to me? Like, what can they do to me? You know, what are they going to do? It's a yes or a no, but are they? Gonna, if they attack, if some of them try to find, and I'm not saying this would happen at an interview, but his thought process was none of these people can physically harm me because of my training and he said that mentality, even though it's absolutely absurd for a job interview, but just knowing that makes you go, Oh, I'm not in danger. And if I'm not in danger, you're going to be more relaxed. You're going to be more prepared. You're going to be able to think better. But if you're nervous and have that, you know, essentially lack of confidence or just sometimes scared, then it reflects in other areas. And so while this very physical martial art helps so much with that calming mental state. And I just thought that
0: was a weird example. But it's so true. What are they going to do? And another part of that is, I think, the dojo aspect. If you can find a good martial arts school, uh, gym, dojo to train at, that can be big too. Because when you start, it is new. And there's that element of learning how to stay safe and defend yourself can be challenging but practicing unsafe things in a safe place Mm -hmm. is big um it lets you kind of test yourself and see the boundaries of safety and how you're going to protect yourself how what it's like to take a punch to be thrown to the ground in a place where you know no one's trying to hurt you uh Nothing that happens is going to be too much for you. It lets you build that confidence one step at a time, which is big too. Right. And so, you, and
1: so we talked about that was kind of your, your parents' why as to why you started martial arts. How has, for you, that developed over time? Now that you've been doing martial arts um, for a long time, now that you're an instructor, now how would you say your why has changed?
0: So thinking about now, and now i it's not just the doing martial arts part that's part of this journey for me, but also the teaching as well, because that's a big part of it. So starting there, I think for a while now, I've had the impression I want to be some sort of teacher since I was probably at least 11 or 12. I knew that was something that interested me. And I wasn't sure exactly how I was going to do that, in what area or field. But as I got a little bit older, it became clear that martial arts was going to be a great place for me to teach people. And I've always, yeah, I've always just wanted that chance to be a leader, to be someone people look up to, but also to teach people and to be able to connect with them on in a classroom, but also in a one-on-one setting. So I think for me, the teaching part of it is something that I was always drawn to and is one of the big reasons that I do martial arts as often as I do because being a teacher and having that paycheck lets you do it more often. Not that I wouldn't wanna do martial arts all the time, but it gives you that freedom to do it a bit more and in a way that I really enjoy doing it as well, getting to share that with others. So your your why kind of
1: developed from a boost in confidence. And now that you kind of have that boost, would you say that you're kind of sharing that experience with others? You want other people to be able to share that experience and go through what you, look what it did for me. You want to have that for them to help them grow. Or maybe you see that in another student. And so would you say that that's part of your why is you know, helping them grow through that, not just teaching them, but seeing that kind of growth that reminds you of maybe yourself?
0: I think that's a part of it. And I think that comes up every once in a while, but I, I don't know if that's the number one reason why I was drawn to teaching. Could be, um, off the top of my head, I can't really give you a number one reason in my head. While why I like teaching besides just the feeling again of, being in front of a class, working with students one-on-one, building those connections. And I think that's going to come back to my next big why in a second for me.
1: Uh, Well, what is your next big why? Now I'm curious. I think it is
0: that that community setting and that chance to meet people, friends, family. Uh, I'm so close with so many people, whether it's a student I enjoy working with, or just genuine friends, and all the family that does martial arts with me. Uh, since our whole family still does martial arts, uh, we're all there. I see them at the dojo quite a bit. That that alone is one one thing that helps you is when you have that family there with you. That su- support and that community. And when we've talked about this, looking at kind of our students um, coming up through the ranks. A lot of our students who have made it to black belt, especially the younger ones, mm-hmm. often had family who did it with them.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. When we when were looking at that, most of the students that stick around have a parent that's on the map with them. Uh, it just it helps build that connection. It helps build that community. I think it helps build the accountability in there as well um, and a little bit of the expectation.
0: I'm even thinking about some of our high ranks right now. So people at that brown belt level getting really close to black belt. A good chunk of them have a brother or sister who does it with them, a parent. Grandparents in some cases, yeah. A couple of them maybe don't have a family, but because they've been doing this so long, they have really close friends at the dojo that they know. These people that they've been seeing for years and they've been training with rolling around with on the mat, sparring with. And I think that's another area besides just family for me. So I've got a chance to do martial arts with these people for so long. And when you get done hitting a person for an hour, <laughs> you know, it kind of brings you closer.
1: That That is definitely true and kind of an, an odd sense in that we're an odd bunch. That a lot of the the that kind of physical connection even though you know it might be a roll or a punch or a kick or submission, it's still a physical connection with these people that you develop over time. And I think that you develop uh, a little bit of security with those people knowing that this person could have done something very hard or very mean and they chose not to because we're all friends. And that that community, that family... We've always at our school tried to take a family approach. We always talk about it as our you know our family our integrity family um, that we have there are some martial arts schools that it's very much a business and they try to keep that separate and that's fine but I feel like so many people's why is that community that you talked about and those connections they made that we want to really give them that we want to emphasize that why we don't want people to ever feel like oh my why is this, so maybe this isn't, you know, the place for me. You know, we want that kind of a why to be there, that and community.
0: You can get community in all sorts of areas. So I don't think that's necessarily maybe a martial arts specific thing. True. But I think for me at this point it's the reason that it is so important to me, even if it isn't martial arts specific, it's so much more fun training with someone else than by yourself. It's more fun to train with a friend. Than not, And I can I'll go on a few more stories on that in a second. But I was talking with one of our instructors this week, one of our other instructors, and she was telling me about her and some of her students going up to a seminar over the weekend recently, and how she's already right. seen just that trip has brought that group together. And that just even more raised their level of commitment and training, just because they had that bonding experience. And in anything you do, especially martial arts, it's easier, again, to do it with someone else than by yourself. Yeah, it's like going to the gym. No one likes to go
1: to the gym alone, but it's way easier to go to the gym when you have friends or family that go with you. Also, that that accountability, and I think that that's a big reason
0: why. Yeah, it's like I don't love to run. I do it sometimes, but I've noticed my fastest running times are during like our black belt week when we go on a run or when I... For a couple of years, I competed in a uh, citywide 5K, right? and those were my fastest times. Because even if I wasn't racing right next to someone else, there was still that aspect of, oh, I'm in this with someone else. Mm-hmm. This is a group effort. And it's it's weird, but also it does make a lot of sense why that helps. Well, it I mean, helps to know you're not alone. And it, even that goes back to confidence from earlier. That's another reason you get confidence out of martial arts is being able to build those connections. Right. And I think that when we're talking about someone's
1: why, just I've had a lot of uh, parents that they want their, their kid to have uh, a safe place to train, but more importantly, they want them to socialize, especially nowadays um, with so much being online and we really don't have to leave the house anymore I think that that kind of social community where you have to go out and socialize and interact with people one-on-one uh, has become a very important why for some people that I've seen develop. And that's a recent one, I would say. People have always kind of wanted that, but I'm seeing that one get bigger and bigger and bigger as our society
0: goes to this more digital age. Quote And unquote. so my story is I noticed this at, In 2020, when we started to open up later in the year, um, before we closed again. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was a ride. But I, I had noticed, for me especially, because I had turned 16 that year, and the friends I had grown up training with, just for other reasons, which were, and then the pandemic kind of keeping people indoors, I noticed that I was the only person left of that kind of friends I had left training. Uh, The next closest person in age was probably my sister at that point. So I was thinking, well, how can I be able to find those friends again to keep me motivated to training? Because when you're training on Zoom, training at home, that was a hard motivator after some point. And also I was thinking there's probably other kids who feel the same way as me. It's kids who haven't had a chance to socialize like they're used to. So for one, that's when I started talking about doing a teen class. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to host a teen class. And at the time, it was really more just hang out, get to uh, know each other. And now it's a bit more different. I take a much more teacher approach with it. I try to work with those kids who at this point are younger than me. But in, when I started, it was just, so I had other people my age to train with. It's the same reason I started training in one of our adult classes we had, uh, because I had never done the adult classes. When we opened our dojo, I was 10. So I started training in those adult classes, which mm-hmm. uh, ended up letting me meet some great people who I've really enjoyed working with since. That's what I that, did at the
1: time. Sure. No, that that's a good point, because I remember... Um, when you kind of talked about this idea of your team class, that's that's a great idea because at that age, it is so hard. There's so much going on uh, with everything that the people, and that's a major point where I think a lot of their whys will change. And it might even change to, this is not the path that I want to go on. You know, those formidable, those very important teenage years where essentially you're trying to figure out how the rest of your life's going to go which is hard i we, mean we notice so.
0: a lot of kind of that 11 to 14 year age range is when a lot of students who may have been training for years start to drop off on quit they were excellent students for so long but their interests just change and in some cases that their friends aren't there anymore they have friends in other places and that shows how big again a good community is Right. What would you say, Do or I, let me rephrase this.
1: Would you say that part of the reason there's such a drop off in those teenage years is because their why starts
0: to change? From what I've seen, it seems to be, I think it, I think it's two parts. It's one, their why starts to change and they notice there's other things more important to their time. Um, and the other part is that they no longer have the same friends there. And sometimes those two can go hand in hand, but I think those are the big ones I see. And I've even seen people who want to keep doing martial arts. That's still important to them, but as they get to high school and get jobs, other priorities, it's tough. One of our black belts, my sister, uh, is that way sometimes. She still loves to train when she can but she has other things really important to her at this age, and it's great to see her explore those as well.
1: Absolutely, and I think that's very common with a lot of a lot of kids that age, a lot of teenagers that age, and I think that's why there's such a struggle, is they're being pulled so many different directions with things like that. Um, now, you had, you had said that you had a couple stories that you wanted to go to. The, the really main curious.
0: story was I was talking about after the pandemic, teen class, starting adult classes. That's what okay. I wanted to talk about.
1: Okay, that was one. That was one of the stories. Did you get the other story? The, the, that was it.
0: Okay. I said stories. <laughs> I think that was the only one that came to mind. I
1: think, you, I think there was one earlier too. Um, but
0: uh, no. right. So, But to wrap up on that note of kind of what is my why, I think the three big areas where I see my why is confidence, community, and teaching those for to me are the big three and one thing I was thinking about on the teaching earlier that I want to circle back to is I was talking about teaching a classroom setting versus one-on-one and for me teaching another thing I do like is having enough of a class where it does feel like you have a connection we were talking about this the other day and I was saying I wouldn't want to regularly be teaching classes with 40 50 people and that's not something we see at the moment. But as we try to grow and see more students in our school, it's important to find a way that you can still connect with your students without being uh, too big of a dojo that you can't prioritize your students anymore. Because for me as a teacher, it's important that I can build those connections. And do you feel the same way?
1: I absolutely do. And And I feel that way because I think that That's a big reason why people do or stay with martial arts, that connection. And so as an instructor or a teacher, if you can build that connection, then the student will want to continue learning from you. And that is key to continuing that journey.
0: And to give some insight into the teaching side of this, I won't say problem, but this topic is that you can keep growing your dojo and your business and get more students and still be able to have those connections, I don't think we're saying that, oh, only small dojos oh, right. are good. But that that means you get a chance to get more instructors. And I've said before, I think the chance to work with different people, different teachers is big. Because there I, I don't connect with every student as well as you do. And there are students you don't connect with as well as I do. Right. And that's okay. We have got different personalities, different people we connect with. And that's great for the students as well, that they get to work with different kinds of people.
1: Well, and I think that a small school is able to really focus on the one-on-one connection, but they lose some of the community. Mm -hmm. And then larger schools have a great community, but maybe lose some of the one-on-one. And so trying to find that middle ground to get as many of those whys as possible, which is why we always say the larger the classes, the more instructors need to be there to make those connections, because not, you already said it, not every student that I connect with well is going to be one that you do and vice versa. You have students that you connect with better than I do. I think that's good. I think that's good to have that kind of dichotomy of teachers and students. Um, so you can reach a wider range of people, uh, of different, you know, beliefs, demographics, body types, just thought
0: processes, and if martial arts is something that really is important to you, you have a why that is important to you, the longer you stay in it, the more you're going to be able to build those connections with your teachers, the other students there, because our our leadership team, our squad team, our black belts, we're all really close. And maybe there's a few people that just don't get along great, but they still, you know, like each other in a general sense, like a family. You'll have a family, and some people maybe bicker here or there, or just don't have a lot of interest, they still seem to like each other. They still get along. And that comes with time. Um, my my teaching side of that is, if I'm being completely honest, I don't start to really build connections with students, close connections to about a year in, when they're tests, getting ready to test for their orange belt, mm-hmm. move to intermediate. It's not that I just ignore the kids, but it's when you start to get to help them prepare for their test, that you start to build those relationships. And when I start to notice those students that really I get along with, we have a connection together, they learn well from me and I enjoy teaching them. Do you feel the same way?
1: I I think for me, and I don't know if this is a natural thing or something I developed, but I have connections that happen fairly early on and it's not that I seek them out I think it's that some students naturally find a connection with me. And I think that just maybe the way I present something, maybe the way I do it, I have, uh, for example, I've noticed that I very quickly connect with a lot of kids that might have special needs. Mm -hmm. And I think this is over time and I've worked with a lot of kids and students like that and and I was able to help them that something about my demeanor changed and they started gravitating towards that. And so I have these connections with these students like that um, very quickly. I mean, within a few months, um, they'll gravitate. The average student though, you're right, it usually takes uh, you know, close to that year time to really get that connection and delve in and really know that kid and know that mm-hmm. student um, and things of that nature, know where they're at. And that's just cause you're spending that time. Not that we're not building connections during that time, but that's that time when it, it really is. All right, you're hitting that Y point. I'm going to say where you're either going to continue doing this or you're going to, or you're going to quit. Mm-hmm. And so those connections really just tend to develop around that point. So, so I do agree with that. So we've been
0: talking about that community and connections for a while is I think for so many people, even if that's not their initial why, over time becomes a big part of it for them. I, I think some people look into martial arts for that reason, but it's a big one that people develop over time. But now I, that we've talked about that, I wanted to hear more about your why, why you started and why you continue to do martial arts, and if it kind of overlaps with what I said, or if you've got some different things for you as well. So, the,
1: And this is actually really good for the conversation is that my whys are almost the exact opposite in that when I I wanted to do martial arts when I was a kid and my parents were not able to afford it, um, but I always wanted to do it because I wanted to learn how to defend myself. Not just because I was like getting bullied, but I just thought it was really cool. Like, yeah, man, I want to learn how to do that kick, how to do that punch. I want to learn how to do these techniques. I want to learn how to to be able to, to stand up for myself. I was always a smaller kid growing up, but I was never afraid of the bully. And so if I was getting picked on, I would hold my ground. And that alone solved the problem ninety percent of the time. But I always wanted the why to be able to back it up if that wasn't enough. I remember sitting around oh gosh I think this was seventh grade I was sitting around a table with uh, some of my friends and some of my not friends and this one kid who was kind of known for being the school bully like he would pick on kids and always get in fights was going around the table and just asking everyone hey do you think you could beat me in a fight oh no, do you think you could beat me? No, I wouldn't want to fight you. And then he got to me and he said, do you think you could beat me? And I said, I don't know. And he laughed and it was like, what do you mean you don't know? And I said, I don't know. I've never actually seen you fight. And he was like, oh, there's no way. And he never bothered me after that again. Like he never asked me that. He never bothered me. He never called me a name, never tried to push me. And I think it was just because in his mind, he was like, what if he can fight back? I, at the time I couldn't, so had that theory been tested, yeah, I probably would have gotten pummeled, but that was one of my whys. I wanted to be able to have, to be able to stand up for myself, was my, which is part of confidence. I, I had the confidence. I didn't have the skill to back it up. Um, and so when I started learning martial arts, it was always with that you know, physically fit. I want to get better. I want to get stronger mentality. That was always my why to start um, on that. And I think that that's actually pretty rare that most people, ironically, don't start martial arts to learn self-defense. Most, most kids especially. Yeah, they kind of want to learn some bully defense, but it's usually confidence or it's usually better focus or it's usually you know, that community, those tend to be higher on the tier than actually learning self-defense. And I I find that interesting. Um, I don't know if that's something that you've
0: encountered or seen Uh, teaching. I I mean, I think with kids, it's pretty common. Uh, I mean, we have a few kids, maybe the ones who start like junior high age, middle school age, who uh, do it because they're being bullied at school and parents want them to be able to stand up for themselves and stay safe. But I think most young students, it's always something different. The reason they start and talking with a few adults, most of the people I've talked to are kind of like you in the sense that it's something they kind of always wanted to do or mm-hmm. interest them for a while. I don't know if it was because of the self-defense and being able to protect themselves. That may have been part of it. Um, talking to them it's just was always yeah it's something I wanted to do I drove by your place on my way to work and I thought I'd stop in and check Uh, I knew a friend who talked about going there so I checked it out Mm -hmm. again a a friend going back to that
1: community going back to having someone else to help to help pull you into it Mm -hmm. and I think that's a, a big one with adults is like me they wanted to do it and they never did and now that they're an adult that's kind of, I I can go back and do this now. Mm -hmm. I I have to get over my potential, like fear of maybe looking foolish or things like that. Mm -hmm. But one of our other instructors, she started when she was in her thirties. That's when she started uh, martial arts. And a lot of people think that that's not the case, but no, you can really start it at any point. It's just what,
0: what's your why? Why are you starting it? You you bring that up in a, Thinking in my head real quick of our of our instructors, two of us started as kids. You started uh, right out of high school, right?
1: Uh, I started at about the, the age you are now. I started at 19. Uh,
0: my mom, who started with me, so that's because she had a kid doing it. And we know several parents who started because their kid did it. Right. So that's something you see. Um. And then two of our instructors who started as adults.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. It's it's they, a pretty good mix. <laughs> um, which one of our instructors I know they're they they started because they got a lesson as a birthday gift, mm-hmm. but their why similar to mine whereas mine was to defend myself, their why was to defend their family. Mm-hmm. They, their why was they wanted to learn how to keep their family safe um, because they, he's a big guy. No one's going to attack him. Like he, On the list of things he has to be worried about, getting attacked is not one of them, but he wanted to be able to defend his, his family, which I think is a big, important reason why a lot of people might start not necessarily for themselves, but to protect their kids, to protect their loved
0: ones. I haven't talked to a whole lot of people and actually heard that one before, but I do think it's it's a great why to have. and I think the more at least the more I do it, it is something that is in the back of my head as another why. I want to keep training these at this right. point. I don't feel in danger a lot, but I also want to make sure the people I'm around aren't in danger. Right. I think I think it's a why that a lot of people don't always mention. Mm -hmm. they keep it very uh close to them because i think it is a personal thing that yes wanting to protect your family and sometimes can even be a bit of an insecurity that the reason you start is because you feel like you can't that may be something you don't want to admit right away Uh, because it can even be a part of that confidence too the confidence the ability to protect others is lacking and that's something you want to get out of martial arts and the more you do it you start to have that strength in that aspect it bolsters
1: that confidence so i want to take a little bit uh just to quickly go through some of the whys whether this maybe not my why maybe not your why but just some of the whys of why someone does martial arts or why someone might want to do martial arts just spend a few minutes on each one um so we've talked about confidence and we talked about self-defense we talked about defending others um, a big reason why is to increase focus um, and I see a lot of that happen especially with kids because martial arts I always tell people I'm not teaching your kid to punch and kick so they can punch or kick other people I'm teaching them punch and kick because it shows me they can control their body and so I think that that kind of control and focus is a big reason why Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm.
0: Great. Well, and going back uh, again, uh, we keep circling back to the same stuff. (laughs) But for me, I think that body uh, control and body awareness is another aspect for me that goes into kind of that confidence. It's not just building a mental confidence. It's building a confidence in my ability to control my body and do these different things, athletic things at times. So I think what we are actually finding
1: out with this conversation is that. At some point, most whys revolve around bolstering someone's confidence in themselves in some way. Mm-hmm. It's just such a big why that confidence and having confidence in yourself is a confidence to defend yourself. Confidence to know that you are uh, capable of things you didn't think you were. Confidence to know you can defend others. It all kind of
0: cycle I think when you look at what martial arts is that makes sense it does Uh, it's not like martial arts is something you get into be creatively expressive there's areas where you can do that and I'm I consider myself very creative and I try to find ways to show that whenever I can in martial arts but it's not it's I think martial arts big Mm -hmm. thing is confidence and if you look at a different extracurricular a different sport a different activity you and discuss kind of the same concept. They're probably all going to circle to one big idea, whatever that field is. And for martial arts, I think confidence is going to end up being the big one in I, most areas. I agree because I had I had a few
1: others, and even just talking about it, it's going to circle right back to confidence. Uh, there are some people that their why is they want the they love the competition. Mm-hmm. They want to go out and compete. They love the idea, like they love the, they love the thrill. But even Even if your why is you want to compete, that will circle back to confidence. If you win and you do well at competition, it's going to bolster your confidence. If maybe you don't, that might hurt your confidence. But if you work through that, it's going to bolster that confidence. And you have to be confident to go out and
0: compete. Save two or three of them. The people that I work with on competition all are a bit more nervous or not very much People who like being on a stage. There's a couple of us who, like I said earlier, are those performers. I know a girl who did different competition stuffs as a kid and now as an adult is still interested in that. But then most of the other people, yeah, they're not into it for the showing off and being in front of others. That's not why they're interested in competition, interestingly enough and that's a small sample size it's not the case everywhere but sure sure now would you say that the ones that are a
1: little bit more shy or a little meek or nervous versus the ones that maybe have a little bit of that confidence already built in i'm just throwing this out there would you say the ones that are a little more shy tend to look crisper and cleaner on their techniques than the ones that are kind of gung-ho
0: uh, I'm thinking yeah, about your probably. competition team. Think, and... <laughs> think, well, thinking about everyone in that group has pretty good crisp technique. Relatively, it's a small group, and sure, at sure. the moment, they're all higher ranks or great students. But when I compare them to maybe other students who aren't interested in competition, but they just go out there and just like you say, just muscle it or just go super powerful. Um, yeah, they definitely look crisper. And I do think that's another area is that kind of just exercise and activity. For some kids, it's just oh, a way to, after school, go and, you know, be loud and be active, hit something. And maybe they don't have the best technique, but it doesn't mean I haven't met some really great students who have right that mindset. And that's another why that I was going to bring up so that it
1: segued right into it. And especially with adults, physical fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, They want to get in shape, physical fitness. Maybe they want to get more flexible and limber. Um, Or a lot of times, if they are older, they just want to stay healthy. And this is a good way to do that. That doesn't require going to the gym. And I think where a lot of adults have trouble with going to the gym to stay in shape versus martial arts is A, the community aspect, and B, the things we're working on are not just to... Build strength. They have other purposes, but building strength, fitness, and cardio is kind of a byproduct that you uh, will develop or need to develop in order to get better at that. So I think a big, big reason why for a lot of people, especially adults, is to get in shape or to stay active and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: think. Uh, I would rather do martial arts than go to a gym, personally. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. Exactly. You I think a lot both. of people. Great. I think a lot of people
1: that that do that agree or do both. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's just a thing. They do they do the gym to make their martial arts better. They mm-hmm. don't do martial arts to make their gym better. <laughs> they do the they go to the gym to make their martial arts better. And there may be exceptions to that rule, um, and kind of the last reason why uh, I think that people do a big reason a big why that people have in martial arts um, is because of it almost a desire to do something different. I think this goes back to the adults that wanted to do it and then they were a kid and never had a chance that come in and just do it. I think just this idea of, hey, there's a martial arts school. I want to do that. Uh, you see it all the time in movies. Just try something new. Mm-hmm. Try something different. Especially adults. Adults don't have as many options to go join a baseball team, to go join a football team. To do Their activity with other adults in physical aspects is limited. And so I think part of their why is, I just wanted to do something different. I just wanted to try, break my mold, get out of my
0: comfort zone a little get out of my box and to anyone who feels that way right now who maybe you don't do martial arts but you've been thinking about giving it a try i would highly recommend yeah just give it a try find a good place to go test it out because even though i've been doing martial arts for years i've noticed some other things recently where where typically i would overthink it and have to plan it out perfectly instead i just do it Instead, I've just taken that initiative and if I want to do something uh, to better myself or because it's an interest of mine, mm-hmm. I just have done it and it hasn't always worked out perfect and maybe it wasn't a great fit, but I'm just taking that chance to more. Take that step because you can think about it for a while, but if you have a chance to do something, um, just go after it. Mm-hmm. And if there's other reasons, finances, you don't have a good dojo in your area, I can understand where it can be challenging, so it's not to say you won't have obstacles, but if you're in a in if you have the ability to try something and you want to, you should go ahead and try it
1: yes and when and when you're looking, think about bef- before you just go in and sign up f- to do classes at a school, think about your why kind of go in your head what's my why? Why do I want to do this? Um, don't talk yourself out of it. But think about the reasons why you would want to do it. Instead of just, you know, oh, someone told me I should. Well, that's great. And you might find a reason why. But just sit down. Be honest with yourself. Why am I doing this? Why is this for me?
0: In one of our next episodes, we're going to cover uh, what to look for in a good dojo. So be thinking about what is what is your why. And then we're going to be talking about what you can find in a school, a dojo that matches, good for up you, with, matches your with you. Um, and if you do, do martial arts already, you have found a great place to train. Um, let us know. Message us what is your why. I would love to hear those. Uh, hear what you have to say or if you're watching on YouTube or another service, you can comment below. I'll take a look at those and I really would enjoy hearing from different people because we've been talking enough about a few different whys but I'm always interested in comparing and contrasting the reason other people uh, get into martial arts because I do think there's a lot of variety there.
1: And anybody, uh, there's going to be tons of different reasons why, and they're all so personal. So it's always good to just take that time and reevaluate your whys as well. Uh, Maybe even tell us how your whys have changed uh, in the comments if you do martial arts, uh, like you said. Uh, And we'll get into our next episode, which segues really well into this. So I'm excited about that one.
0: Great. Thank you all. Um, You can listen to us every other week. Um, I hope you've been enjoying our podcast so far. I'm Joshua. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. Keep kicking. For a living.